All right, man. So we're here on Ramos and them. Um, I'm joined right now by a music official. How y'all doing out there? My man is my uh, sound engineer, actually. But we have a lot of opinions in here in the studio, man. So I want to give you a platform to talk about what you want to talk about. And both of us, you know, we're not here to talk about music right here. We're talk here to talk about LeVar fucking Ball. All right. The situation that needs to be spoken about, we might as well give it the time of day and express. I have some opinions on it. Um, you have some opinions on it. And, I think I think uh, everybody has opinions on LeVar Ball. Right, right. And that's, <laughs> and that's one of my opinions is he's a fantastic marketer and, and you know, a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, he, he does a great job of, you know what I mean, marketing his brand, his son, all of his sons, you know what I mean? But... You know, then you got to look at the guy and and wonder what type of uh, what type of parent is that? You know, to be pushing pushing the kids the way that he does and being so outspoken as a father. You know, it's uh, you kind of have to wonder the effect that it has on his kids and their careers. I guess you could say. Yeah. So you're you're taking a little bit of a different approach. You think that this harms the boys? Yeah, I mean you. Not, you know, obviously not in like a physical way, you know, but you you look at the backlash that his kids receive, how other players start to perceive, you know, his kids and stuff like that. And, you know, um, for, uh, you know, the one going into the NBA right now, you look at him and you already know that that man is going to get the worst hazing of his life when he gets into the NBA, not because of anything that he did himself, but just the way that his dad carries himself talks about him you know as his son and stuff like that everybody's got a target on his back you know yeah i think that uh it, it puts more pressure on them i mean you say it yourself uh i think you said it or other people have told me like they find themselves rooting against lonzo i don't i don't really find myself doing that i think that um he seems like a good parent lonzo seems like a fantastic kid they all seem okay and happy with it i mean they're such good players and they dominated in high school Lonzo was really good in college that they haven't really faced adversity. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like like LaMelo Ball is dominant in high school. I mean, the kid didn't the kid have a 90-point game or something? Or, yeah, I mean, he, uh, yeah. Something. You know, LiAngelo Ball is, I mean, dominant. And Lonzo was, do, like, they haven't really been, when you get to the NBA, or Lonzo, Lonzo was real nice in college. He's going to be a top pick. But when, when Lonzo gets to the league, there will be adversity. It oh, would be the first time in your life that you won't just step on and, I mean, I'm, you know, I like him as a player, so he might end up being a really good player, but there will be adversity, there will be losing streaks, there will be criticism on the, in the mass media scale as opposed to criticism when you're playing on a UCLA team that was mediocre last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Like, things go up, so the pressure, the pressure will mount. But for right now, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe if I had three boys that... <laughs> That were stars like them, maybe I'd be I'd be outspoken about it too. My issues with him aren't necessarily that. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I look at it like you know, there's two ways to look at it. He's definitely doing good because you know um, he's gonna you know he's gonna be the biggest topic once he hits the NBA. You know, and he's that's because the way his dad has been talking about him. You know what I mean? So everybody's gonna be eyes on him and stuff like that. But. Um, you know, at the same time, it's just a matter of is he going to be able to live up to the expectations his dad has painted, you know, all of us. Um, you know, if he joins the Lakers, you know, if the Lakers draft him, which looks like a definite, you know, possibility, 
if I was, you know, somebody like D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson, you know, something like that, I would kind of look at this guy coming into the, you know, onto my team as, you know, F this guy. You know, the way that his dad has talked about the Lakers organization, they need a leader, da 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 You know, I'm going to look at this guy like F this guy. Whereas if his dad never said any of that stuff, I'd welcome him with open arms on the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, my 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 only issue with Lavar, and I'll get—I actually have an issue with Lonzo, but my only issue—and I'll get to that in a second—my only issue with Lavar is is not the branding. I think that's phenomenal. I I love, I respect his independence with his brand. Oh, definitely, very definitely. very much. Uh, if if I if I wasn't as asked out as I am right now, I'd, I'd buy a shirt. I I buy the shoes. I would support him. Uh, I really would. You buy the shoes? Yeah. If you I like, had it like that, oh, just man. because I support minority-owned businesses, man, I am I I am a small business owner. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, I I support the hell out of Big Baller Brand. I I I've rocked with Levar for that, mm-hmm. for having the courage to do that, and for maximizing the asset that Lonzo Ball is right now, and doing this because he knows an NBA contract is coming. They seem to be pretty well off financially. Uh, but it is a risk to turn that money down, and I really respect him as a business mind, and I respect his 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 courage for going out and doing that. I will support any minority-owned business, any Black Latino. Uh, I, I can dig that. Any you know, any, I... any any any. And so I'm with that a hundred percent. I am with that. Now, my issue with Lavar was as a personally how he managed. To do some things around the high school team, Chino Hills, that that Lamelo plays on, where there was a story written, I'm not, I don't remember exactly where it was, about how he would be constantly yelling all game, questioning the coach's decisions, about how he chased the coach down in the locker room and ha- how he pulled the, like, that to me is awful. Like you, you might be a good parent and everything, but if that sto- if those stories are true and the coach was quoted as saying like that he felt showed up by him and he made his job harder, the game of basketball is a team game, and maybe I'm a purist about it, but when you try to when you become the worst nightmare selfish basketball dad, you you send a terrible message to your son. You're basically telling him that he's more important than everybody else. Yeah, you're basically yeah. telling him that the team is not as important as him. So you're kind of you're kind of creating a sense of entitlement. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And and I I I personally would have just cut Lamelo. Yeah, I would get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna come in here and tell me how I'm coaching my damn team. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, and yeah. if the AD's not with it, then you're gonna have to fucking fire me. Oh, for sure. I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm not dealing with a fucking parent coming in here with this fucking ego oh, trying yeah. to fucking push this entitlement on me, man. It's a fucking team game. The culture of our team. And what we're trying to do for the other young men who aren't gifted as your son is bigger than than you. I'm, if I'm coaching high school wins and losses, it's a little bigger than that for me. So I would have an issue with him with that. So Lavar, if I was coaching your kids, man, we would have a, you. You come to try me on some. You oh, have to see me definitely. personally, and they going to have to fire me, or you not coming into this arena, or unfortunately, even if I like your kid and he likes me, you've put us both in a position where professionally we can't do our jobs to the best of our abilities. So bye. Yeah. I mean, so that's I my mean, issue with him on the basketball side. On the business and personal side, LeVar, I love and rock with that movement. Definitely. I mean, he, he definitely knows how to market and brand. Um, and the only reason why I questioned you on his shoes was 
I'm just not a fan of the style of shoes. I mean, especially to pay that much money for those shoes. Oh, I don't, I don't think the shoes are those, that nice. I don't I mean, think the shoes, me, but, but yeah, it, I don't think the shoes, shoes are, are that nice, but it reminded me of what Nipsey Hussle did. Definitely. When yeah. he sold the project for $100, man, like, I, I He gave it that, that exclusive feel, you yeah, know what I mean? You man, look at, you know, yeah. uh, brands like um, Billionaire Boys Club by Pharrell, and he overprices things to make it well, seem Pharrell, more exclusive Pharrell, and stuff already, like that, you know, which Pharrell's is... Pharrell's already so rich. <laughs> <laughs> and he already has his brand, and that, that's cool what he does. But at the time, Nipsey Hussle was an independent artist, fully independent, man. Oh, definitely. And to definitely. know that the fans put six figures in his pocket, and they really felt that connection with him as an artist, and they, and they knew they supported him and knew they were behind that, was a humongous moment for hip-hop, was a humongous moment for, for, for independent artists in general, specifically as a, and as a black man that he, at the time, that's huge. And as LeVar Ball, odds are stacked against you. And you have an opportunity here to profit off of your son as opposed to some company profiting off your son. And I think that's, I think it, it's a phenomenal idea and I support it. So I wouldn't buy the shoes. I would buy the shoes off rip off support. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you look at somebody like Nipsey Hussle, he paid his dues before he put out that, you know, that project and charged 100 for it. He was not on the only, scene. He was on the scene. He built his fan base. You know, not, not only that, but he also put the project, he was selling that project hard copies for 100, you know, 100 a pop. Now you could still go in and buy the you know the digital version for a cheap price. You know you right. Well, what he, what he had was like a meeting with his fans where he signed it for them, mm-hmm. and it was an exclusive thing. He, it was an event, is whereas, what it was, you know, and it was about connecting with him. Whereas yeah, like you know, and, and uh, you know, big baller brand. Just right off the bat, they never really you know had a following or anything like that. They obviously had some attention, but then right off the bat, they're like, all right, shoes, boom, five hundred bucks. And it's like, man, these shoes aren't even that great looking. You know what I mean? It's it's but it's impressive that he's able to put himself in a position where he can right. do that and still sell units. Um, but then going back to the whole basketball side of thing, you know, like you said, if he's, you know, in, in the locker room and, you know, yelling from the stands, you know, that's that's ridiculous. Nobody wants that at a game. No, I'm, and, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, if that happens, I know me personally, man, I, and I, I, I coach prep basketball. Like, I love helping out in my community. I have, we, we have, you know, we do that and... Um, Ain't no parent gonna, gonna show me. Yeah. Ain't no parent it, gonna be above. I'm no. And it, you know, it, I would definitely be shocked. I don't care how good the player if, is. If they, you know, if, if that was actually how things went down, I'd be shocked. Be, and you know, shocked at that he acted like that, and also shocked that the school didn't put a stop to that. You know, the school has to put their foot down from the get go. I, I mean, I remember when I was in high school. You know, there was parents that'd be jawing off in the stands during games, and you know, the school would tell those parents, like, listen. You're you're either gonna have to stop doing that, or you're not welcome back to come and watch the games live. Um, and I think that you know it's it's interesting that you know Chino Hills didn't do that uh, with uh, with the balls. If that is how things actually went down, you know what I mean? No, but I get your argument in saying like your clothing line and your brand didn't impress me from a fashion standpoint. And you're you're basically saying that you just rotten the coattails of the fact that the kid is very good at basketball, as opposed to Nipsey Hussle, where your craft earned you exactly this exactly. this following and earned you the opportunity to have this event. Exactly. So, I mean, there and, is a distinction to be made. And it's there. not to say that you know uh, Lonzo doesn't have the craft or anything like that, the skill set to be charging something like that, you know, for a brand that he's tied to. But you know, at this point in his career, it's still kind of. Prove it. You prove it first. You know what I mean? Michael Jordan didn't release his shoes for that much money right off the bat. You know what I mean? It's it, it's bold. It's definitely it. bold. And By the way, Aviv just texted me. Aviv is, is my producer, and he 
just told me he woke up from a nap. <laughs> and he's not coming to the session tonight. So that, that's fine. That's fine. But <laughs> we, we expected that one, though. We expected that one. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we won't, you know, we'll probably not recording music tonight, but we're here for this. I actually have a problem with Lonzo. Yeah? Yes, I do. Lonzo Ball, you're a grown man. Lonzo Ball, you're 19 years old. I understand you respect your father. I'm going to tell my dad to sit down if he's doing this. I, I don't know about you, but my dad wasn't. Listen. I, I my dad was 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 tough on me. Like I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm not saying disrespect your dad. I'm saying dad, don't. I'm specifically talking about the incident where he spoke up on UCLA saying they have too many white players. Yeah, after the tournament. Yo, yeah. I'm gonna be real upset at my dad after that. I'm coming back. Don't disrespect my teammates. I I I I'm I'm with them. We're a team. I'm sure Coach Alford has had his whole uh, trying to build the culture. And I'll be like, Dad, man, it's not about me. I, those teammates, these are my brothers. Like, don't disrespect them. Do not disrespect them. Uh, whatever, in, in that specific incidence, you know, that's what I would have done if I was Lonzo. Uh, I, I'm not in his shoes. But if there's anything that I don't like, I'm a 19-year-old man at this point. Maybe, I don't know, how, I don't know what Lonzo's situation is. He seems like, seems like he's fairly well off. Yeah. Maybe I grew up a little faster than him. Maybe I was a little more independent than him at that age, but as a grown man, uh, I would have told my I, I I have you know, it's not all Lavar's fault. Like if there's a problem with Lavar, Lonzo could easily check his dad. Say yo, don't no don't, definitely. Don't, I don't need you telling me who to work out with. You can advise me. I don't need you with me in every interview. They can do all that and that's cool. But that specific incident, um, with the UCLA, um. You know, saying I had too many white players and this and that, and and then coming out in the media saying that it wasn't insinuating that it's not Lonzo's fault. Well, Lonzo's a leader on that team, so if yeah. Lonzo he would step up and say, "It's no, Dad, it's it's my responsibility as a leader on a team. We didn't win. I could have done this and that better." That is taking the an empowering approach. It's a growth mindset. So, from that standpoint, if Lonzo's in the league and you have his dad in the stands, and Lavar, I love you for what I just said I love you for, but if you're sitting there criticizing the Lakers or the Celtics or the Sixers front office on this and this and that, at that point, if I'm Lonzo, you can't control him. Yeah, Lavar is an yeah. independent man who can do what he does, but you can certainly distance yourself. Lonzo Ball could have came out. He's 19. He's a man. He could have yeah. came out and said, I'm not behind what my dad said about my teammates. I'm not okay with that. And you could have you could have came out and said that, but I don't. And maybe he told him in definitely, private. Maybe definitely. he said it in private. But let's not let Lonzo off the hook. Like he can't speak for himself. Like he's not. He's perfectly capable of doing that and checking another man, even if it's his father. For sure, for sure. I mean, I, th- I think that you know he probably said something behind the scenes to his dad, but he should have came forward and said it publicly. Like, yo, don't don't be talking like that. You know, it's a little bit out of hand. You know, it puts me in a weird position when you approach the media like that and approach my you know talk about my team like that. But at the same time, you know, you look at LeVar's personality and you have to just, you know, assume that he's got such a bold personality. that kind of has, you know, his son shook and also in a, you know, okie doke, you know, type of uh, mindset where whatever you say is. You think he's that shook? I think so. I mean, you look at the way uh, his personality for Lonzo, he's very laid back. You know, seems like a very humble, you know, laid back guy. But then you look at um, his dad and his dad, you know, is just in your face type of uh, aggressive type thing. And I'm sure that it's tough for somebody at that age to stand up to their dad who has been such a bold personality their whole life. 
You know, it's just two different uh, type of personalities. And it's it's tough for him to probably stand up to his dad, but he needs to, you know, because like I said earlier, it's just going to cause backlash on him. You know, I, I have no problem. He's the problem. one dribbling the ball. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I understand, like, LiAngelo. Like, I, I understand, like, like LaMelo. Like, they're in high school still. Uh, God knows that I could not take a certain tone with my dad in high school or I, I, I didn't even dare. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. my dad had me in line. But once I went to college, man, it's, 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 and, and Lonzo knows he's financially independent very soon. Yeah. Uh, his agency probably already has have given him, uh, a deposit for his training and for whatever the case may be um it gets to a point where as a man you can speak up for yourself and 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 i'm not saying promoting that father every everybody's father deserves respect no matter what age they're at but he he can come out and say i respect my father he's his own man i don't agree with what he said i love my teammates and i'm here for my teammates and you know what i mean uh, what he said is not fair to them. It's not about me. He c- could come out and do that. Uh, yeah. Maybe he doesn't think that. Maybe he agrees with his dad. Maybe he's like, yeah, man, these white boys ain't playing right. <laughs> but but I'm, I don't know that. I don't, it doesn't seem like he's yeah. like that because the kid plays an unselfish style. He's a true point guard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's a tremendous player. And, you know, I just have to assume that at this point in his life, even though he was in college, he was only in college for one year, and it was still in the same uh, city that he grew up in. His family's still there. It probably still, in a sense, parenting-wise, he probably still feels like he's in high school. You know what I mean? You got a, somebody that's, you know, 18, 19, and your dad is still coming to every single game. You know what I mean? Still living in the same city as you. He probably doesn't really feel like he has gone off to college. I know that when I went off to college, yeah, it was, you know, different. You know, I you know tell, tell my parents, like, listen, I'm my own man now. I'm living my own life. But he still has his dad holding his hand every step of the way. And I, I, you know, I shouldn't say holding his hand, you know, in in a bad way. I just mean he's there every step of the way. His dad is physically there. So it's tough for him to feel like he is an independent man at this point. You know, Um, he probably still feels like, no, I can't talk back to my dad. You know, there's still going to be consequences. I don't look at it as talking back. Like, I don't look at it as saying, like, dad, forget you. I look at it as saying, dad, I I don't agree with you. And I want to distance myself from these things that you've said because you've disrespected my team and my teammates. And that is not who I am as a player, But at if the, it's not who he is. At the same time, you got to wonder if maybe what's going on, you know, in, in Lonzo's mind is, you know, obviously his dad is doing all this to brand his son. They've started this brand of the family, you know, big baller brand. If he starts telling his dad, you know, like, listen, don't do this, don't do that, you're not really I don't think, all I don't in think it on helps the brand. the brand to bash UCLA's players. Oh, definitely, definitely not. I mean, that, that doesn't help. I don't think it know. helps the brand to storm into the locker room, but it helps rip the high school. It coach. helps the brand to stand by, head. stand by. You know, the person that does say those those things. You can't really just, you know, say if you have a CEO, it says says one thing, then the president of the company comes back. Well, and I'm says just something saying, if I'm Lonzo, if I'm Lonzo, I'm saying, why is this brand popular? It's because I could hoop. Yeah, yeah. Well, who who who's the breadwinner here? Man, I could hoop. I'm the person. I'm the reason why this brand is popping, cause I can hoop. But there's plenty of parents like Lavar that we ain't putting a camera. But think in front about of. it though: is is that brand popping because Lonzo can hoop, or is it popping because his dad has generated so much attention, whether well, it's da- good or negative? Well, his dad has done good things, but if 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 me or you were the one were the, were his sons playing ball, it wouldn't matter. Like 
Like Lonzo's about to be a top three pick in the top three, top four, maybe top two pick in the NBA draft. Um, like it's uh he he's he's the one right. I mean he's the reason for the yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean yes, yes and no. Yes, he's yes the and foundation. No. He's the foundation of the of attention. Yeah. Like you can't have one. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, if Lavar or Lavar maybe Lavar's puffy, I guess, and Lonzo's big. Big is still yeah, the yeah. talent. Cause you, yeah, because you still, you know, you still think about it. And honestly, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about Lonzo Ball if it wasn't for LeVar. You know what I mean? Big baller brand. I wouldn't even find it relevant if it wasn't for LeVar. Um, man, but do you think behind the scenes Lonzo doesn't sit there and say, Dad, what the hell you just did, man? Uh, I, th- I feel like he, he probably does, you know, bring up, you know, bring up the topic like, yo, chill a little bit. But like you said a little bit earlier, LeVar is a personality that you can't control. You might... You know, he might sit back and be like, but Lonzo "Dude, don't can say control that." Him though, and I know you're saying the, the situation. If I'm Lonzo, I don't have. I, I know I can't control him. Well, guess what? You can't control me. Don't. I'm coming out in the media and I'm saying what I'm saying, and maybe it's because, like I said, I'm a basketball purist, and 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 I believe in in all the good stuff, like the team game and everybody getting treated the same, and um, and, and especially because we're dealing with young people. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like it's thir- it's not like it's a tw- 30, 28 year old, thirty two year old NBA veterans bickering. Like that's fine. Like LeBron, we know you the best. LeBron probably does get special treatment. But oh, we're talking yeah, about yeah. we still talking about young people that are developing. We're still teaching life skills to a degree. Yeah, I think that he, you know, I think really what it is is he's still uh, Lonzo's still looking for his voice. He's still trying to find his voice. You know, he's still young and you know, really he's only you know one two years removed from high school. You know, he's still a young kid. And it's, you know, it's got to be a tough concept to totally stand up to your, you know, to your dad who's been, you know, the complete opposite of your personality your whole life. And, you know, he might sit down with, you know, uh, LeVar and say, hey, don't say those type of things in the media. But, you know, that doesn't mean it's going to stop it as soon as he goes and does an interview. You know what I mean? You can't control him once it actually is lights, camera, action, talking to the cameras. You know what I mean? It's, It's tough. But he should. He should figure out a way to you know, put that type of stuff to, to an end. Cause I think it's all it is, is harmful to, to him a, as a player in the fact that it creates animosity that would have never been there. It creates tension that would have never been there. Um, for example, if he would have went back and played for UCLA, you know, his teammates would have been looking at him like, bro, you, your family just trashed us. Like we don't, that's we, where I'm coming you know? from. I'm coming from the team side. Cause I'm coming from the coach player side. Cause I was never a star player. I know what it's like to be a role player. I'm coming from that side. I know what yeah, it's like to be a coach. Yeah. I'm coming from the side about, yo, like, we're a family here, too. And, like, what, yeah, and what, what's crazy is, you know, his dad says those things about the team, whether it's the, you know, UCLA or Chino Hills, and what he doesn't take into consideration is the fact that these are players that are still developing. They're not NBA players. You have to have bad games when you're that young, you know, to make it to the next level. You can't just, you know, only put in the good players and never play people that are still developing. You know, you got you got to cut those those people that are still struggling some slack at that age. Um, and I think that, you know, you put his his son in the other position to where, say, his son is just a role player and not the star on the team. You know, he's not going to be sitting there like, don't play him. Don't play my son. He's going to be rooting for his son. You know what I mean? He's out for his best interest of his son, not really, Man, I'm, you know, I'm the just team. From a school, I'm from a school of... Of course, you're gonna root for your son, but I'm from I'm from a school of my son not playing. 
I'm telling my son, why are you not playing? Work harder. Earn yeah. It. No, no, I'm for not sure. sitting there blaming the coach. But that's just we 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 have I I have a different relationship with that because I was not ne- I was never I was never a star player or a parent with a superstar player. Maybe yeah. I would yeah. get caught up. I would probably get caught up in my own if my son was a superstar basketball player, I probably would also have tunnel vision and I would probably get the entitlement because, you know, he's human. Yeah. no. But, definitely. you know, we still got to call it how we see it. And I respect Lonzo. Good player. Seems like a good kid. My issue with him isn't personal. I'm just saying, dude, like, you, 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 you're, you're also accountable Yeah. for yeah. not distancing yourself from what your father said in that situation. And I think that, you know, once he, you know, is finally drafted to a team, it'll be a very interesting time to see how he starts, that you know, interacting. Back at some point. Yeah, that clapback you know. has to come at oh, some point. Oh, yeah. You know, you know that's definitely coming. I can only, I already picture it. Because if know? I'm drafting Lonzo, I have it in my mind. I'm like, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind LeVar, but I don't have it in my mind. Like, if you're going to be in the press doing this and that Alonzo I need you to take the team side yeah, yeah. um because if that if that's an issue with you um it's not that Lonzo can't have an issue with something on the team but that's something we talk about in the locker room yeah that's yeah. not something we go out in the media for your father can have his opinions but we need you to clear the air and distance yourself from that it'll still be a distraction it'd be nice if he didn't yeah but he's his own man we're not gonna ask you to stop him but you know, it, it'll, it'll you know be, how yeah. this goes. It'll know. be interesting once he gets to the NBA. Because right now, I cut I cut them a little bit of slack because they're young. You know, uh, Lonzo's young. His dad's still, you know, by his side, this and that. But once he's actually on a team and drafted, if his dad continues with these antics, it'll be very interesting to see the way the team handles it, the way that the family handles it internally, you know, because you can't be doing that once your son is on an uh, NBA team. You know, you could do that. You know, as your son is leaving UCLA and you talk bad about the UCLA team, all that's fine. You know, it's whatever. Once you're actually on a team, you're signed to a contract, you're stuck there. It's going to be very interesting to see how he, uh, you know, how he interacts with the team, how he, you know, interacts with the media and stuff like that. Um, And I think I can already see it. I, I, you know, in my head, I'm picturing it, you know, 10 years down the line, we see a 30 for 30, you know, about the relationship of, uh, Lonzo and Lavar, you know, behind the scenes type shit. You know what I mean? It'll be interesting. Yeah, no, nah, man. Lavar, I, I, I love you as a lot of the things you've done, man. Just we have this small disagreement on how you manage the, within the integrity of the game of basketball. But love the business. Really like the player too. I don't know where he's gonna go. Yeah. It looks like the Lakers are kind of shying away. Yeah, that's that's it. how the scenes. I don't know. It you could know? be a smokescreen. I mean, yeah, we, you know, only only time will tell. I mean, hey, it's I want to see how that week. goes if the Lakers pass on him. That would that would that be, would be funny. And exactly, and the reason why I find that funny is because Levar Ball has painted this picture like he's going to the Lakers, he's going to the but, Lakers. But I mean, he got lucky when the Lakers you know? got the second pick. We oh, were like, yeah. this is yeah, yeah. written. I mean, this oh, is yeah. like a perfect thing for him. Yeah. And if the Lakers pass on him, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, it would be it would be hilarious. Like if Lonzo has to go to Phoenix. <laughs> you know what I was running this situation by a friend of mine today. Um actually I was training him. He's actually Lance Thomas's younger brother. Okay. And this time he plays on the Knicks. And I was like, yo, what if he drops what are the Knicks pick? Six, seven? Yeah, yes. Yeah, if yeah. he drops to New York, can you imagine LeVar Ball in New York? I, I, With in in that in that center of a media circ, not always a circus, mm-hmm. but can you imagine 
if Lonzo falls to the Knicks. I think that would be really cool and interesting. And actually, as, as a basketball player, I think it'd be pretty dope to have him and Porzingis and see how that oh, yeah. works yeah. out. I mean, I think I would, I mean, I would love it if he didn't go to the Lakers for a couple reasons. One, you know, his dad has painted this picture like, oh, he's got to go to the Lakers, he's got to go to the Lakers. So it'd be kind of funny to see him not <laughs> yeah, go. That's, that's what Two, I'm looking for. I would love to see him go somewhere that's distance away from his family. His family's in L.A., you know, obviously. You put him in somewhere like New York. Phoenix would probably take him before New York. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, of course, of course. He, he's not going to drop to Who New York. Who else is the, yeah. But, yeah, you know, Phoenix, um, Philly, you know, Philly has the number three pick. Philly's uh, trading up for Fultz, and that seems yeah. imminent. I mean, yeah, as of now, though, they still got the number three pick, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, going somewhere far from his family would be extremely interesting. You know, I'd love to see how he handles that, especially going to, you know, a struggling team like New York or Philly. I mean, not to say that the Lakers aren't struggling. Yeah, but... the, the, the Phoenix picks fourth, Sacramento picks fifth. Mm. And uh, they, yeah, I don't think he'd get past the Suns or Sacramento. Orlando's at six. Um, They're probably done with the Alfred Payton experiment. Minnesota's at seven. They just took Chris Dunn. Yeah, I mean, I and don't so see... New York's at eight. He's probably not going to fall there. Definitely not fall. But it there. would be pretty cool to me. Like you know, strange things happen. I mean, Justice Winslow dropped the ten a few years ago. True, true. And he was a top five guy. And you know, you got to think about the fact that he made it so I'm only working out for these teams. No, yeah, some people, you know what I no, mean. So there's some, some teams we, that don't gotta, know much yeah, about. Yeah, it, we got to add in that 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 that. Uh, variable yeah. that you don't know if maybe Orlando's front office is like, this isn't our type of player. Yeah, Tom Thibodeau yeah. in Minnesota, he's an old school guy. So him dropping to New York at eight would be pretty awesome. But it would also be pretty awesome if like Sacramento, well, for Sacramento's still in California. His family would be close. But if he did get drafted by like Phoenix, Orlando I mean, at six. Yeah, Orlando, yeah. But that would be like a worst case for their brand. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. if they went to a small or medium-sized market as opposed to Los Angeles, Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. Uh, New York, New York would be huge. I, I, it would be, it would be cool. Oh, yeah, it would be cool yeah. if he went to New York, and it would be, it would, it would be funny, obviously. And you wonder how he's gonna handle it if he does. So I'm, I'm actually rooting for my own selfish, yeah, yeah. humor in it. I'm rooting for LA to not take him. And I'd, I'd love to see <laughs> how you know the difference that he makes on a team. You know, obviously the the Lakers are a struggling team as is right now, but. New York struggling. Uh, the 76ers struggling. Uh, the Suns, you know, they're they're okay. You know, uh, Magic struggling. You know, going to anyone, you know, any of these teams that are struggling, you know, he keeps getting all this talk about hey, he's going to be a game changer. I just love to see how he actually affects you know those teams. Does he really? I mean, if change he goes to Phoenix, he's, he's paired up with Devin Booker. Phoenix, I, I and think, they have some be young pieces. That a they, nice, a nice fit in my opinion. It seems like it, but then again, they haven't been able to really win with Brandon Knight, Eric Bledsoe, Tyson Chandler, Alex Lane. I know they've had injury issues. A lot of these teams have, you know, guards already. You know what I mean? You, well, you oh, I mean, well, the league is loaded with point guards. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. just talked about that in the Heat segment. Yeah, like, uh, Goran Dragic is a really good player, but he's tech, like the twelfth best point guard in the league. Yeah, because like, the league is so heavy on them. Oh right? yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why the Lakers are considering passing up on him is because they already kind of have that spot filled. Yeah, you know, they're good. But the league right now is about athletic wings who can shoot yeah. and who can guard multiple yep. positions. So and, and point guards, there's there's a lot of them every year. Yeah, but he, he's, he, yeah, he's a very true point guard. He's one of the better true point guards that I've seen coming in, you know, prospect-wise and stuff like that. So it, it, it'll be interesting. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of his game, definitely a fan of his game, and, and I, I can't wait till next season to see how he plays in this next level. Um, he's got good size, 
good game. You know, his shot, yeah, it's a little bit, you know, ugly, but goes in, you know. Uh, <laughs> So it'll be interesting to see how he gets paired up and who he is paired up with, you know, on, on the team and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, Phoenix could be a nice pick. I, I mean, that's a to, – to me, they are a young, up-and-coming team. They got a lot of good pieces, Devin Booker. Um, and they would trade – they would they would trade B-Knight and probably Bledsoe. I yeah, yeah. Bledsoe. I mean, you would have to assume At that those – At one point, man, those guys, they have – at one point, they had Goran Dragic. Yeah. Eric Bledsoe and Isaiah Thomas on the same team. Yeah, yeah. And crazy. And then and then they then they they you know and now they have Brandon Knight and Eric Bledsoe on a squad. Like those guys have had, like man, point guard wise in the last five years, those guys have had like three All Star point guards. Yeah, and yeah. All in their twenties. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean they're, I mean obviously they have a knack for, you know you have to assume they have a knack for developing point guards. You know what I mean? Or they're just. Fortunate. I mean, they, <laughs> Fortunate, yeah. Because the, the GM they have now, uh, they, they fleeced the Heat with that Dragic deal, but I don't. They didn't. They weren't the ones who developed him and drafted him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they got some young talent on that team. I mean, uh, they have the you know, Alex. They, uh, they have Alex Len and the they, guy they picked up last year. He's a uh, he, he's a post player, white dude. I think he's foreign. Um, yeah, yeah. I got. I got. He was a lottery man, pick, but you know what I mean. They they got they got some talent. I think that I, I would rather see him go to Phoenix than L.A. In my opinion. Uh, I, I think, think. The, has the podcast declined into us breaking down the Phoenix Suns roster because I, I'm about to go on my phone and look at their roster and be like, oh, check yeah, it they're, out. They're, so, you know, their no, sixth man is good. Definitely. I mean, they, like, yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> like uh, that's where we have gone. And also and I want I want to also see what, how people feel about these first two, uh, these first couple of uh, sessions we're doing here with this podcast. Uh, see if we're going too long with it. I feel like we probably went too long. Probably, yeah, probably but, so. I mean, you know, we got a lot to I say. As it went well, like I got what like I, we got to see. No, you gotta see for how sure, people for feel sure. about it. Um, I'm not trying to take up two hours of people's days, uh, like some podcasts. Which even if they're interesting and even if I like them, it's not a knock. I don't have the time to listen. <laughs> Got shit to do in the day. For the sure, for through, sure. So. You want to see what, what what people think, what you guys think after hearing us. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you being on, man. Oh, I appreciate you having me, man. Definitely, definitely. Music official, baby. Everything you guys hear from me musically is mixed by this man. <laughs> Very professional. He does things, man. It's my man. Hey, this man's laying the foundation, just trying to make the uh, the vision come to life, you know?